0: Hello, hello, killer show this month. Special guest DJ in the house. Brant Bjork will be coming through and blessing us with some rock. Getting caught up, letting us know what he's up to. But we're going to get started with some music before he gets in here. So this is uh, Salem's Pot. The name of the song is called Tranny Picks a Trip and uh, comes out on their new album, July 22nd, everywhere, called Pronounce This get into it make sure you subscribe to our spotify sabbath worships playlist as well because we're always putting up other new stuff there too so enjoy stuff in that set um there was a song kind of in the middle uh by Earthless the name of the track is called Acid Crusher and it's 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 just so on point great job guys um but we started off with Salem's Pot then we played Firefly then we played Slow Season Damascus from the forthcoming record uh Westing which is out July 15th everywhere then Earthless uh Cryptdrift Death Wheelers, which we have like maybe one or two left in our web store um, if you want to try to get it. Zigzags, uh, Joy, and uh, Beastmaker. Make sure to catch Beastmaker out this summer with uh, Monolord and uh, Sweat Lodge in the United States of America. But Bramp York is in the house, and uh, we're going to get him plugged in and say what's up. So. Okay, you're listening to Writing Easy Podcast right now. Special guest in the building, Brant Bjork. What's up, man? Hey, hey, hey. How are you?
1: I'm good. How you doing?
0: Pretty good. we got three corgis as well. So, Brant, uh, there's like a ton of things that I'd, I'd really like to ask you, but what do you? let's just talk about what's going on right now. What have you been up to?
1: Uh, right now, I'm, I'm just wrapping up the artwork for my uh, new record, which will be out uh, late September napalm records cool
0: is he are you gonna tour around that
1: yeah we'll be going to europe uh to support the record um in uh november and uh there's some talk of potentially even doing a west coast a little string of dates up the west coast uh probably sometime in october okay
0: cool um so, this show is pretty much about smoking weed and um, playing records that we like what uh we talked about it a little bit before, but you're you're more of a, a sativa guy
1: yeah i, I you know I, I dig indica, but you know as, as I was saying earlier it, it is it's it's fun to just get super, super gluey <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I got kids and I got things I got to do the next day, so I find Sativa a little more suiting for my, uh, you know, my responsibility.
0: Fair enough. That's definitely a much better daytime yeah, situation yeah. for you anyways. Um, so we talked a little bit about your, you know, what your record collection was, but um, I didn't want to get too deep into it because I'd rather just have that conversation recorded, but, you know, what was, how old were you when you first really started buying records?
1: Uh, I was probably about six or seven when I started to want to purchase specific records, um, which would have been like, you know, Kiss and Queen. And, uh, I remember Jay Giles, band, uh, Jay Giles and then like you know silly stuff like Standing which is a great record for little you know,
0: Well, absolutely. And at that time, you know, it's like you're you're a kid. You're you're only exposed to what's like out there and getting thrown in your face, right? yeah.
1: I was young enough to have, or um, well, old enough, depending on how you look at it, to be there when the late 70s was happening, mm-hmm. and um, and old enough to remember, and old enough to remember and, and understand what was on the radio and, and what was on, you know, the older kids' turntables in my neighborhood. And, and I was just a kid that was just wanted to follow anybody that was older. Sure. And so, and, there, and that was a great time for rock and roll. Um, and, uh, and then, and I thought the world was going to be this wonderful rock and roll paradise, and then the uh, 80s came. <laughs> I felt like I got, got a little rock.
0: Yeah, you? I think we all did. Well, um, so, but what, was there any stuff that you specifically collected when you went as a going back to your record collection and, and like
1: the only band that I took the time to collect? and invest in rarities and things like that was the Ramones. That was my all time favorite band. And I had a pretty nice, um, respectable Ramones record collection and then uh, you know it hit some times and a lot of that stuff. That I it really. But I had a, I had a pretty impressive Ramones collection. That's cool man. That's cool.
0: Um so you're a Jack of all trades. Um you can play many different instruments. But I know you first and foremost as a drummer. So, can you tell me what your top three or four favorite drum breaks are
1: off of any record? Drum breaks? Yeah. Interesting. Um, well, I really, I know everyone champions Chuck Biscuits from DOA, mm-hmm. but I, I always preferred his older brother, Dimwit. And he did a record with DOA probably around the time Chuck went to play with Black Flag. Okay. He did a record in 83 with DOA called um, War on 45. I think it was called War on 45 because they covered the song War and um, and it ran at 45 speed. Okay. (laughs) But that, there's a couple drum breaks on that record. Not just one, but two. Uh, The song War itself opens with a great drum piece and, and then there's a song called, um, uh, excuse my French, but Let's Fuck, that opens with a great drum opening as well. And Dimwit was just an amazing drummer with an awesome sense of groove and timing. And, um, and I you know, and again, I was a kid. Right. So those were impressionable, impressionable things. Dimwit was almost like my Bonham. <laughs> okay. You know, so those are a couple drum breaks, breaks I really, really dig. And... Um, uh you know maybe one other might be um you know well i've I've always loved the drum the drum break of uh bill wards on the first sabbath before going into nib Mm -hmm. there's little pieces they're doing Mm -hmm. and that is the funk bill ward was an amazing funk drummer he had the funk
0: he really he really was in fact that record has been sampled a ton by the I, rap guys.
1: I just, it, I have to imagine it. Yeah,
0: because they're great sounding drums and they're yeah.
1: funky. It's so good. It's so good. Cool.
0: You brought, I see you brought a stack of records today. Uh, what, what are you, you going to play for us?
1: Well, I brought, I figured I'd start with just some, what I consider to be just some classic rock and roll records. Uh, Slade, Kiss, Cheap Trick. Um, and then we'll get into some, some, uh, you know, stones, of course, and then we'll get into some heavier stuff like, uh, you know, motorhead and deep purple. Uh, and then there's a couple, I brought some punk rock along, you know, nice love the punk rock. So we got some Ramones and we got some suicidal sort of, sort of pain.
0: Sweet. And, yeah. Well, let's get right into that, man. Thank you so much Dave, for swimming through. Yeah. All right.
2: is my fire Come
3: for a day, who would sacrifice the great-grandsons and daughters of her jealous mother, by sucking their brain until their ability to think was amputated, by pimping their instincts until they were fat, horny, and strung out, And her neurotic attempt to be queen of the universe. Who is this bitch? <laughs>
4: Red Hot Mama looking to the city She dances and big time spindles She's been grieving Red Hot Mama was getting down Scoping the places were fun
2: Cause we found she was smoking
0: Hey DJ Bong Hits here. Gonna take you guys out with some classic rock kind of stuff. Last hour here, 40 minutes. Thanks for tuning in. Check out writingeasyrecords.com for.
4: every one time.